Father Jesus, David, we thank you. We praise you for the privilege of being here this morning. Thank you for everyone that came out this morning. Thank you, O Lord God, for giving us a portion of health and strength. Thank you allowing us to see and know this is the day you made. So we're going to choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. The Sunday school class said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Luke chapter 9. Amen. Good morning. How you doing? Good. <laughs> Amen. Um, Luke chapter 9. Amen. This lesson is dealing with the Lord sending out his disciples. Two by two. Amen. What's the title of the lesson? He's sending his disciples out two by two. The twelve he's sending them out two by two. What's the, what's the title of the lesson? First mission First of the twelve. Mission of the twelve. Amen. So we're talking about what again? What's the unit about? Discipleship. Disciple. No, the quarter is about discipleship. Oh. What's the unit about? The first mission of the twelve? See, we've been doing this for a month. I thought it'd be in your mind by now. So the, the whole quarter is about discipleship. The unit is about the beginnings of discipleship. Okay. <laughs> Amen. The first unit was about the prelude to the discipleship, but this unit is about the beginnings of discipleship. And our last unit is going to be about the life of discipleship. So the whole quarter is about discipleship. Amen. So last week we were talking about the women, amen, that were coming to church, driving themselves, <laughs> then had a man driving for them. And they wasn't going to let them, amen, Sister Mitchell, stop them from getting to church. Amen. The Sunday school, good morning, good morning. Getting to, uh, getting to church and all. Good morning, good morning. So so this morning, Sister Patricia, first lady gets in the car, Sister Mitchell, to come to Sunday school. I'm getting my stuff together because I'm running a little, big, a little late, bruh. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get there. Honey, right, we going together? She's like, nope. And she pull on out and get on to Sunday school. This is Tracy. I'm like, she beat you here. Ain't gonna talk about it's good to see you, brother Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so, brother Martin, look today. We we in here today. There's me, right? <laughs> and look at the women still piling in, see? Driving themselves. Amen. And Sister Mitchell, I know that you drove yourself. He rode with you, right? <laughs> he didn't drive you over. Look, look. Hallelujah. Brother Martin, you say the day for us. Thank you. You were here. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, so what I want to say to us today is why we're looking at the beginnings of discipleship, and we're looking at Luke chapter 9, um, corresponding to this chapter and to what we're looking at is Mark 6, Matthew 10. Hallelujah. The background, there's a lot of background in here to what's going on. So let's just open up the lesson and see what's going on in Luke, in Luke 9. Starting at verse 1. Luke 9. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. I just want to stop right there. Back up. Amen. To Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Good morning. Matthew chapter 9. Amen. In Matthew 9, 
say about uh, verse 36? Yeah, verse 35 says, the Lord Jesus, this is after he heals the two blind men and a the demoniac. Then the Lord Jesus, in verse 35, he goes about all the cities and the villages. This is Matthew 9, oh. verse 35. <laughs> Matthew 9, verse 39. 35. Matthew 9, 35. Amen. Amen. Sometimes I got I to remember to tell you where I'm at. Amen. Sometimes y'all be like, well, where are you at? I ain't, that ain't what I'm reading. Matthew 9, verse 35, it says that Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. At this time, it's about A.D. 27 or so, somewhere around February. Amen. So this is, this is the time frame, and this is what's going on. And so verse 36, Matthew 9, 36, says this, and, but when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them. Because they were they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. So he says unto his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And that's where we get Luke 9, verse 1. He sits down and he says, now I'm going to send it to him. So we set it up now. And then Matthew 10, verse um, 1 says he calls his 12. This parallel scripture calls the 12. And he, and he gave them power against what? And he also did what? Gave him power to cast out what? Unclean spirits. Also what else to do? And... Now the twelve, the name of them gives their name, so you know who they are. So this isn't the disciples at large. This is the twelve. These are the ones that's going to be the apostles. These are the ones that's going to be the ones that are set out when he leaves. Amen. To set the church that he begins in order. So he gonna send them out now. This is their training mission, and he's gonna give them instruction. But over in Luke nine, you don't get this part. You got to get over here in Matthew and you got to get the background of what he's telling them and what's going on. So he sets the scene for all of us to see. So listen to me, y'all get a front seat. Hey, Amen. It's popcorn and everything ready. This is going to be all exciting about what's going on. And listen to him when he talks to his disciples and tell them what's going to happen. He says this. So it names them. Who, who are they? Who's these disciples? Peter, uh -huh. first one is Simon, who was called Peter, and then who? Andrew. Andrew, his brother, okay, then who? James. John is Zebedee, and who? John. John, his brother, then Philip, and who else? All right, Thomas, and Matthew, who? All right, Matthew, that public, and remember that one that we was like, ain't nowhere in the world, he gonna be a part of Jesus's circle. Now, it's not this wretched one, this wretched man. We talked about that, right? When he was going to the He said, well, why would he choose him? Why wouldn't he? Is any of us? If he can choose Matthew, he can choose you. Hallelujah. So if he is the most wretched one in the land, you got the publicans and you got the sinners. And the sinners is everybody else that don't fit into their you know, group of folk who they want to deal with, that means that all of us, hallelujah, fit into the group that they don't want to deal with. Who's today? The, the Pharisees. Uh-huh, so that, and we call them what? The, the, the what? The religious people. Religion. Not old time, no, no. Not old time. <laughs> well, give me that old time religion. Now, we need some of that. But that, that kind of religion will keep you from heaven. And we got folk today that will keep you from heaven. And every time they think about where you come from, your background, what you used to do, and what some of y'all did last night, they will keep you from heaven. And the Lord fixes all of that by choosing me. And so he'll say to you, and I want you 
and you and you. Hallelujah. And I want you and he want me. He wanted me. Of all people, he wanted me. Sister Calista, he wanted me. You know how wretched I am, right? You're not going to say it? That's a good answer. Hallelujah. No. She don't know, Sister Mitchell, how wretched I am. But I do. He does. And he know how wretched you are, Sister Lakeisha, right? And as we were talking about yesterday, Brother Martin, uh, we all got haunted houses, don't we? Amen. We got skeletons in the closet. And we got stuff we don't want people to know nothing about. And if some people knew about some stuff about you, you wouldn't even sit by her. If Sister Denise knew about you, Sister Lakeisha, she'd be like, oh, I ain't sitting on the bench with her. No, I ooh, she knew something about you. She probably wouldn't sit next to you. You know, in the military, they used to be like, you know, everybody line up. And then, and then, and then, get yourself set. And then once we try to stand for a minute, once we try to get ourselves set, and everybody stand together, and we all lined up. Come on up here right quick. In the military, in the military, we all just like, hey, everybody line up, line up. Everybody get up. And we all just standing close to each other, right? Like you're sitting right now. We, go, we say, all right, um, Rank, rank and file, get it set, and you gotta push yourself out. Because you gotta get a certain distance, arm length apart from each other. So whenever he gives his commands, we can all move freely. And so we gotta get set. You know, some people find out about your yesterday. They not only push you this far away, they try to get way over here and tell everybody else about you so they can't get next to you either. Right? The Lord said, no, I'm going to fix that. Uh, we'll make sure that happens. I'm going to fix that. I'm just going to call into my group one who nobody wants, but I do. Hallelujah. That's Matthew the public. And you remember that every time you think about why did he save you? Because he wanted to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who's next? James. James, the son of Alphaeus. Who else? Labias, whose surname was Thaddeus. Simon who? Simon the what? Y'all know anything about the Canaanites? They some, they some some kind of folk. The Canaanites. Oh my goodness! Y'all don't know about the Canaanites? No, that's where when that's where the Yeah. Okay. Okay. They were some wretched. They were some 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 kind of folk. And the Lord gave the land to his people, their land, these Canaanites. But this guy is in his group. If he can choose him, he can choose you. See what I'm trying to say to you all the time? And then we got one more. Judas. Everybody knows Judas. And if he can choose, if he can choose one who he know gonna betray him, he can definitely choose you. Anybody anybody in here ever betrayed the Lord? Amen. You ever betrayed the Lord? Yeah, you have. See, that's the thing. Not knowingly and not willingly. But we have betrayed him many times. We just not aware. And that's why we have that prayer. Lord, forgive me for the sins that I've committed, known and unknown. Hallelujah. Help me. You see what I'm saying? See, there's stuff we've done we're not even aware of. But the one day you're going to stand before the Lord, all your mess is going to be out in front. And you can still praise him because you're still going to make it to glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thought he was going to burn it. Well, he going to burn it, but you still going to see what it was. <laughs> well, you better hope. Well, that's the works. It's the works. But the stuff you're going to have to give an account for. So you got to give an account for everything. I want to tell you all something. Listen, you got to be responsible for everything you say and do. And you got to remember there's stuff going on in your heart, in your mind that you might not verbalize, but he already know about it. So every time my mother always say this, she say, you know, the Lord know what I'm thinking. And what I'm feeling, I don't have to say it, but he already know. So if I don't want to do something, I'm just not going to do it because he know. So you know there's some stuff going on inside of you. And you just be like, ooh, Lord. And sometimes, Sister Josephine, you know how you sit here and you be like, you know, if I should tell the truth, I'm going to tell the pastor about something that I was thinking and feeling. Nah, it's all right. 
you might get upset. I might offend him, what have you. But God knows. He knows what you're thinking. He knows what you're feeling. Let me give you an example. You ever been mad at somebody? Amen. And you like, you didn't take a knife or a gun or something to stab him or shoot him or whatever, right? Did you ever so angry with somebody that you know if you could get away with it, you kill him? Well, yeah. <laughs> What's that old song? Don't push me. Close to the edge. <laughs> I'm trying, come on, not to lose my mind. Y'all know that old song. You can get to the place where you just want to do something to somebody, but you don't do it. You just gone, and you looking at them like they just don't know. They don't know. You know, he says, if you, if you even in your heart, you already committed. See, there's things that we, anyway, you, may, you get my point. So these are the twins. And hallelujah, Lord, you in this list, too, because he got your name ready in the last book of life. So let's go on. Let's talk about these the stuff that he told his, these disciples right here. He says, so he sends the 12 forth, verse 5. This is Matthew 10. He sends the, um, the 12 forth, and he says, now don't go to the Gentiles and don't go into the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. Don't provide this, that, the other thing for yourselves. Whatever city you go into, verse 11, you shall enter and inquire who is worthy. And there abide till you go thence. And when you come into a house, salute it. The house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if not, let your peace return to you. Whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of the house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Another bird, Mark says, uh, if you, you know, when you go and you get shake the dust off the shoes, there's going to be a testimony against them. So, so this is in Matthew 10. Now, that's also in Luke 6, uh, Luke 9, amen, verses um, 3. I think it's three through six. Is that what it says? Luke nine, three through six, your text. What does it, what does it say? Luke nine, three through six. Take nothing for your journey. Luke nine, three through six. Take nothing for your journey. Um, stage script, right? We will serve you into your house, thereby, this part, blah, blah, blah. So on and so forth, right through six, departed and went. They So they departed and they went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. So I'm going to stop right there. So now, let me give you the more instructions that he gave his disciples as they go out. Back to Matthew 10. Matthew 10, he says this. He says, Behold, verse 16. I send you forth, Sister Mitchell, pick me up. I send you forth as what? Sister Mitchell, you got your Bible? You got to get your Bible. Everybody get your Bibles out. Sister Hunter, hallelujah, good morning. Amen. All y'all be ready when I call you. If you don't want to read, put your, put your hand up so I know not to call on you. <laughs> 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 you be thinking it, see? You know, like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna Sister uh, Mitchell, you ready? 16. All right, but beware of men. For they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. Sister Hunter, pick it up, verse 18, and you shall what? But when they deliver you up, Sister Josephine, do what? Take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in the same hour what ye shall speak. For it is... Go ahead. Oh, for it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father which speaketh in you. Sister Denise, verse 21, and the brother shall deliver up. 
And you shall what? Shall be saved. Sister Patricia, but when they persecute you in this city, do what? Flee ye into another. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man be come. Now, Sister Lakeisha, listen. So he's giving them instructions. This is what he's telling them. As they get ready to go, this is what I want you to be aware of. And then he says this, Sister Nakisha, pick up verse 24. The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple, Sister Nakisha, that he be what? As his master. And the servant as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of his house? Hold, Brother Martin, what I tell you in darkness, verse 27. Oh, excuse me. Let me, let me go back to verse 26. <laughs> I skipped over. I'm sorry. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness that speak ye in light, wait ye in the ear that speak ye upon the house. And fear not them, Sister Natalia, that Excuse me, fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in him. So, you see, sometimes we get these scriptures, right? And we're looking at them, and we're like, uh, we're just grabbing and grabbing and grabbing them, and and we don't, we can't put them in the context of where they fit. So this is what he's giving them. This is the instruction that he's giving them as he gets ready to send them out. So they already know they're going out into a hostile land, place, to a people that won't receive them readily. Even though they're going to give good news and they're healing people, right? They're doing all this good stuff and yet they will still have a problem with you. Beware of that. I need you to be aware of it, right? And so I say to you today, how is it today? It's the same. See, we still got to get out there and give the good news out, right? We still got to go out there and give the gospel, right? We still got to tell people the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. And guess what? They're going to have a problem with you. So you know what? Today, what we've decided to do is to be a little more, uh, what do you call it? Uh, say it again creative we're a little more creative today we've even watered it down some or so much so it don't even sound like the gospel no more well he looked out over them now he's not sending them to the Gentiles he just sent it to his own people no Gentiles no Samaritans just to the house of Israel. And he says, and I'm giving you power and authority. I want you to heal folk, right? Cleanse people, raise the dead. I want you to do all this stuff and preach the good news of the kingdom because the kingdom is at hand. This good news, and they like, and you're going to have problems. And today, we look out and we say, yeah, yeah you know, we do it like that. That's not that was old, man. That's like over two thousand years ago. We don't do things that way no more. People are much more sophisticated, much more intelligent, right? Much smarter today. So now we got to talk to them a little different, and we can't be combative, right? And we can't be uh, offensive. offensive. We got to be politically correct. They still need the truth. Amen. They still need the gospel. Have you looked at the headlines lately? You see what's going on in the world? Every day, there's something happening in the world where folks are being killed, slaughtered, or or whatever's whatever's happening to them. What what they got this new thing going on over there across the seas now? Um, This uh, new sickness, what's it called? Uh, Corona. Folk is dying, getting sick, and it already crossed into the Already got one case of it already. 
It's gonna hit. It's gonna come through here. It'll spread through. It's stuff going on all the time. People getting bombed, people getting shot, earthquakes happening, fires happening, floods happening. Every stuff is going on. And you know what? And the Lord still looks out across the land and he has compassion. Amen. Because they're still wandering around like sheep scattered with no shepherd. And then he got us, all of us. We're sitting in here. We hear the truth. Go out there and give out the truth. Sister Mitchell said, hmm. I ain't telling them. They might, they might, would he tell you at the job? You can't talk about him here. Any other religion is acceptable at the job site, but you can't say Jesus at the job site. Government sites are really, really hot, heavy about that. Oh, I can't say Merry Christmas. I know, isn't it? Right? So all I want to tell you, if they hate him, they're going to hate you. Yes. They love him, they'll love you. They accept him, they'll accept you. And they're not only accepting you, but they accept him and him who sent him. Why? Because we all need the gospel. We all need the truth. Because people are plunging into hell every day. And if we who have the truth will not give it out, what's going to happen to those folks? Got to care enough about other folks that we got to tell them the truth. And even your family will be against you. Yes. Come on. Consequences yes. to him. Everything. He will. Sister Hunter, how many times have you talked about your two boys and no matter what, and they don't want to hear it or not, you still gonna tell them about Jesus. And they be like, Mama, but what about you? And what about what you going through? And what about this? Say, what about Jesus? You need him, because mama not gonna be here all the time. And the trouble that you in, he the only one gonna be able to get you out. Hallelujah. If you Sister Mitchell, come on. You gotta have you come on. Before I get started. about you all the time. And I'm talking about you, not other people. You are literally where God wants you to be. Amen. At the time he wants you there. So so you know how we sometimes we get this feeling, hold on, hold your thoughts, Sometimes we get this thought 
Well, I, don't, I shouldn't be here, and I don't even know what I'm here for, and I don't know. And you're a child of God. Nothing is by chance for you. Everything is by appointment. Everything is by design. You don't have to understand everything, but you got to trust him. You got to know that he's in control. What, what did he say? I'm on the throne. I'm in control. Do you trust me? How much? How much do you trust me? That's what we say, Sister Denise. We say it with all my heart, right? All my soul, all my might, all my strength. We say that, but then we keep leaning on our own understanding. That moves us from getting to the place where I'm going to acknowledge you in all my ways so you can direct me. How are you going to get to there when you keep leaning on your own understanding? And if you lean on your own understanding when you don't trust him with all your heart. Right? Let's yeah. see. You topple over. <laughs> this is crazy. Come on. Hey, no, that's where I was headed, Pastor. You were headed. Celebrate the speech this morning. I'm going to stand with But, you know, and I told the Lord, hey, why me? God said, why not you? Right? Why not you? Bigger than you. Help. Help. Let's read on. So it says, where did I stop at, Matthew? In Matthew. Where did I stop at? 29? Uh-huh. So, two, uh, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father? He says, but the very what? Hairs of your head are all... Number the first lady always tell me, baby, time to cut your hair off. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. I'm not gonna get to the point for the Martin where I'm gonna be. She said one day it's gonna be back here. <laughs> you gonna be walking around and I ain't gonna go for it. It was sitting up here and you got this thing way back here. You gonna talk about <laughs> cut it off. <laughs> I know it's disappearing. Look, I know it's going away. But I'm going to hold on to it until it gets to the place, Brother Martin, where it's got to go. <laughs> when it's got to go, and it'll go. Well, until then, but he already got every single one of these strands done. Even the ones Well... <laughs> I know how many of you fell out. Right? It's like, I'm going to go give me one of them man weaves. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sad. Oh, Lord. This is Calista. I'm going to come in here one day. Look. It's a miracle. You're going to be like, my, fine, my hairline going to be way up here in front. I'm going to have it all down. It's going to be all tapered up. And you'll be like, Lord, the devil is it? At least I got it all tapered. I didn't have it hanging down in the back of my... Oh, you know what you did. What y'all doing? Oh, how come I can't? Oh, my God. How come I can't? Is that a mystery? Oh, oh I'm going to say it. Nah, this all you. I'm going to say it. Hallelujah. Listen. Wigs. What? Weaves, pieces, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm not, listen now, I'm not, I'm not personally attacking you. I'm just saying, y'all do some stuff. How come I can't? I know what I'm trying to say. But what I want to do, I need to be smart about it. Now listen, hold on, hold on. I need to be smart about it. I need to do it in little pieces. You know, you ever know some people come in and you know their hair not that long? <laughs> See, now, now, yeah, they got all kind of stuff, right? So, 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 listen. Now. Listen. <laughs> listen. 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 Jesus. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking to y'all in particular. But listen to what I'm. Listen to what I'm saying. See this. This is about hair. You talk about the gospel, and people get offended, and you say, "I ain't gonna talk about it no more." I'm keep my mouth shut. Why? Is you gotta tell it no matter what. You still gotta tell the truth. You still gotta give it. Right? And if we sensitive about little stuff that we do every day, how is it going to be when you got to tell them something that's about their life and death? If you don't give the gospel to somebody on their way to hell, they're going to end up in a place you should have been in. And you know the Lord's going to sit there and going to look at you and be like, why you didn't tell? So I put you right there, right next to him. Matter of fact, I left you there for a season. Not one time did you open your mouth and tell him about me. But every time Sunday show up, you up in here on the bench talking about hallelujah, praise the Lord, I know how good God has been and you go out the door and you forgot how good God has been. It only work in here with the saints. Listen to me, y'all. The salt shaker sits on the table and it's no good until you take it and sprinkle it over whatever you're trying to season. Here is the salt shaker. Hear you the salt. Soon as you get out of here, he starts sprinkling you all over your neighborhood, all over your jobs, all over your family, all over. And you got to begin seasoning and preserving. You have to begin to do it. Now, if we can't talk about a simple little thing like this, how are we going to talk about the gospel? What I'm trying to get us to do is if you get to the place where these things bother you, this this heavy thing here don't really bother you. Because see, your family still got to know Jesus. Amen. So I have a relative who's been talking about killing himself. He's been talking about it for a while. Everybody around him, or he's been mentioning it to, have got wind of it. He want to kill himself. He had the kind of job, he had a piece on his side. Well, his job took his peace away because they were not only concerned about him killing himself, they were concerned about themselves in case he decided I'm going to shoot you first and then shoot me. But he's saying, I want to kill myself. So what is he doing? He's asking for help. Now that he's gone, he's killed himself now. Everybody got help now. They got hotlines. They got material. They got groups. They all kind of helps for people. Medication, they got everything available. And we still choose to keep it to ourselves. And now that he's gone, what can you say? Well, well, and everybody got something to say now. Uh, well, you know, if, if I would have, if, if he would have, I should have, it's too late. And you know what, y'all? It's the same thing that happens to people going to hell. It's too late. See, the Lord has given us all of this now. And we keep on hearing it, hearing it, hearing it. And he says, now go out there and tell it. And it's not just the 12. It's you too. It's all of us. We got to go out and tell it. We got to give it away. They don't want to hear it. And he didn't put it out there, so they didn't hurt it. You, you got to go tell it on the mountain. All right? Right? That Jesus Christ. You know what? Let me, let's, let's look at this. What time? Let's look at this. Look at this right here. He said this. Pay, pay attention, y'all. Think not that I came. Well, let me get to 33 first. Brother Martin? 32. 32. For whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. If you are not ashamed of me before men, 
I will not be ashamed of you before my father. But then he puts this in there, Sister Josephine. But who's so? 33. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just trying to tell me something. First 33. put in there, Pastor. First 33. <laughs> First 33. But whosoever shall deny me before men, um, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. How clear is that? Very clear. Crystal. So, Sister Makisha, the next verse says this. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Sister Denise, he that loveth what? And he that my disciple, this is what you got to do. Deny yourself, take up your cross daily, follow me. If you can't do that, you're not worthy of me. You understand what I'm trying to say to you? So now we all say we disciples, we follow the Christ, we learn the Christ, we're going to do what the Lord says. He is the Lord. If he is the Lord, why you don't do what I say? And he asked him that. Yes, you said right. I am your Lord. Why you don't do what I tell you to do? I am your Lord. I told you to do this. Go get it done. Today, we are, well, you know, that was then. This is now. It's 2,000 years later. You don't mean the same thing. The scriptures changed. Is it changed? Well, same God. Isn't it when we serve the same God? He is the so Come on. So that means whatever. And all of this is written for us. Amen. For us. So that means that we're responsible. Not for what you don't know, what you do know. And then every time you say, I never heard that before, he rewind the video. <laughs> Show you it sitting in a gobby. Where Pastor was, as you say, going a mile a minute. <laughs> and, and, and teaching these things. And you were like, yeah, amen, hallelujah, Pastor. He walked out of here and be like, you didn't hear that? Oh, I didn't know he was going to replay it, Lord. <laughs> he got the best, the best equipment in all of the land in glory. And he don't even have a machine. Well, Amen. He is, what I'm, what I'm saying there, Sister Patricia, is he's omniscient. He know everything. See, there's nothing he don't know. So, whatever we say, well, he don't know this, or he don't know that, or he was not aware of this, or he didn't see that, or he see oh. and know everything. You know, and, and the mothers had a saying, it wasn't done in the darkness. You, look, there's no secret things. Why I say, Brother Martin, about our, about our haunted house. And when you know, people come over to your house, and you be banging your shoulder on the door because you don't want that door to open and your skeletons be trying to reach out. 
He tried to come out the door. Open the door. Denise, you know I'm here. Come on. I want to know about you. Open the door. Get that place. This room is off limits. In that closet, yeah, then you the door for the handle. You gotta break the handle off the door so you make sure nobody go in. Got, it's like that in our hearts and our minds. Amen. There's certain places you don't want people to go. <clears throat> but now, well, shines a spotlight. Down you are butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing is nothing is hidden. All right, let's read on. Amen. He says this. He says, he that findeth his life shall lose it. He that loses his life for my sake shall find it. He that receives you receives me. He that receives me receives him that sent me. Who is he talking about there? He that receives you receives me. So that means, Brother Martin, what? So when we go and do what he told us to do, in his name, his message, remember, it's his word, his will, his way. We go out there obeying him to do what he told us to do. They're not receiving only us. They're receiving him who sent us. And when they receive him who sent us, they not only receive him, but they receive who else? And so whose big plan Mission is all it is. And we must be about our father's business. And you think he not going to hold you accountable? Every time I get up in here, Rev can know, Rev know this, every time I get up in here, I really have to make sure it ain't about me. It's about him and what he want you to get on the day he put me in here. This is the day what the Lord hath made. We're going to do what? Rejoice and be glad. Well, what do you got for the people today, Lord? This is what I have. Well, I plan to do this. Well, this is what you're going to do. Well, I'm going to try to do it my way. And he said, I'm changing that. You ever seen me up here sometime? And, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay with what I got prepared for you. But he just moved me over somewhere else. And I got to tell you all, you know, I didn't plan to give you. My plan was to do this. That I already wrote out, prepared for you. I got pages of this stuff I can't give you. Because he said, You are my disciple. You're my servant. You do what I tell you to do, because these are my people. Hallelujah, Lord. And sometimes I'm going to say something that's just not pleasant, right? (laughs) Sometimes. I'm going to say something that's going to offend folk. But this is what I should do, Sister Hunter. I should be like, oh, I'm not going to tell it because that's going to offend somebody. I'm not going to tell it. Right? Because I am responsible for what he told me to tell you. Now, he going to get you when you don't do what you're supposed to do. He going to get me when I don't tell you to warn you, right? But if I tell you what he told me to tell you and you still do what you do, well, you gonna, it's going to be on you. But at least I saved my, right, Rev? At least I kept myself for another day to be used by the Lord. You know how many days we done messed up? Like Sister Mitchell said, I'm at my desk. Aren't you a child of God? You tell him about Jesus. Yo, uh, Sister Mitchell, can you come? Can you, can you come up? Talk to this person right here. I'm over here working. You see me? I do. Send me, Lord. Here I am. I'll go. Who will go for me? Here I am, Lord. I'll go. Because if you don't, you got somebody else. Always have it. Rev said, Rev said, somebody told you. You know how many people pass by you? And wouldn't tell you about the gospel? You know how many people could have told you the truth? And they did, they kept the sound, or they didn't tell you, and they changed the subject, or, or, or you, maybe you did something, and make them say, oh, I can take my time. 
or maybe it was you. And you know you're supposed to tell somebody about Jesus, and you clammed up. Or they did something, you said, oh, yeah, you're going to make What you going to say? Nothing. Never mind, don't worry about it. I'll pray about it. I'm going to tell you right now. We say here in Agape, what's our great theme? Lord Jesus, fix my foot. What's our sub theme? Challenged by the truth. Will the truth challenge you and everybody else you got to deal with? Now, the Lord Jesus, you, you remember, you remember um, when he was talking to his own folk and he said, he said, you know, um, if you don't believe in me, you're going to die in your sins. And you're going to hell. He's talking to religious people who have been keeping the law their way. Matter of fact, they so religious that they exclude people who's not as religious as they are. And when they get a disciple, they make them even more religious than they are. He's talking about these people. You, if you don't believe in me, you will go to hell. Well, we're not sinners. We weren't born of sin like you. And we got Moses. And, and Abraham is our father. And he said, yeah, Abraham was glad to see my day. And they're like, you ain't even 50. And you seen Abraham? That's thousands of years ago. And he said, what? Before Abraham was, I am. Yeah, yeah. And instantly, Sister Calista, they grabbed him and hugged him and said, hallelujah, Lord. You are the one. Praise God, right? Is that what happened? What happened? What happened? <laughs> he said, what happened? They took up stones to kill them dead. Why? Because he said, he was going The truth. The truth. And they knew exactly what he said when he said before Abraham was. Uh, and they're like, you the I am? They, they, couldn't, they couldn't find big enough rocks to kill him dead. And you know what he did? He went on. And when they had a chance to kill him, they, 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 they went on to make sure they killed him dead. Because they Not because he was wretched. Not because he didn't care, but because he told them truth. Grab said, truth will make him. Listen to me, church. This is this. You don't understand nothing else. I'm going to tell you. Understand this today. You have absolute truth. Do you hear me? Everything here is absolute truth true. You can't go out today and tell somebody you know absolute truth. Because they'll be like, there is no absolute truth. There's no absolutes. And you'll be like, really? Well, let's see. Um, do you believe that if you jump off of that building up there, 
you will absolutely break something. Do you believe in gravity? Do you believe, you understand? Do you believe that if, 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 if this, this atmosphere we live in, if somehow or another you take in a breath and you can't let it out to take in another one, you gonna die, do you absolutely, well, yeah, well, there's no absolutes. Well, I'll give you another one. If you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, he don't rescue you, deliver you from yourself, your sins, and because you've already come here condemned, you're already on your way to hell. If you don't believe in the one God sent, he sent his what? Only begotten son, that what? Whosoever believeth in him should what? Not perish, but have ever. If you don't believe in him, you will absolutely go to hell. If you don't believe that, well, guess what? It's not going to change anything. You still going to hell if you don't choose Jesus. That's absolute truth. So now I say to you, where are you going to stand? Are you standing with him? Was what did he say? If you are ashamed of me before me, I will be ashamed of you before my father. See, when he sends them out. He letting them know right up front, this is what it's going to be like. But listen, I've given you power and authority. Everything else, everybody else is on the stuff of, oh, well, you know, this and that, this and that, this and that. He gave them power and authority. What did he give you? Power and authority. Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. Power, and it's not yours, it's him in you. Hallelujah. You stand on the truth. Now, if you don't stand on it, how you going to give it? You going to waffle on it? You going to straddle? Well, I don't know, Lord. See, this group, and in this group, I'm kind of down the middle, Lord. I need people to like me, and I'm cool, and all this stuff. Like, I don't care about nothing. Either you for him, there ain't no middle. You heard what he said about folk in the middle, right? They make his stomach ache. Spew him out. You want to be that? Either you gonna be for him, or you gonna be against him. Gonna tell the truth or not? He's gonna hold you responsible. So I'm saying to you today: every time we spend time against each other in this family, we are letting the enemy show us that I own you, not the one you claim. Either he is the Lord. And the Lord of your life, and you obey him, or you're going to give in to your flesh and to that enemy, and you're going to keep volunteering to be victimized. I, 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 get that wretched devil. He a liar, and he know it. He a murderer, and he know it. Does that stop him from getting after me? No. Absolutely not. Yeah, I know it, and I'm still coming after you. And I got permission. And I'm coming anyway. And since I can only come this far, I'm going to come with everything I got this far. And if I can get you any kind of way, I got you. And I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just going to play on that one. You ever see the Niners? You ever see the Niners when they, when they, um, when I'm, you know, football fans? Okay, so, so what happened was Jimmy G, and he wasn't really doing it all with the arms. So what, the, what Shanahan did was he went to the run game. And so what happened was they couldn't stop the run game. And when they couldn't stop the run game, he just stayed with it. And they just pounded and pounded and pounded right into the end zone. Why did I say that? Because the devil will stay with what works. And he's going to keep pounding it and pounding it. He don't have to change it up. You know that old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it? The devil, the devil... So to fix 
belong to the Lord. Every soul. Every soul. But do you belong to the Lord? See, because people can say whatever they want to say. What do you know that's true? What do you know that's true? It don't, and see, all day, somebody's going to say something that don't sound right. And then you, and then, and if you let it, it will twist you up. You know how they say, um, if, you, if you don't have the truth, then every wind that blows, you just kind of you just kind of go with it, right? Just because somebody said that, are you going to let that come into you and affect you? Do you know who you are? Do you know whose you are? Do you know who owns you? Do you know who said that you cannot be if you know the truth, the truth will what set you wants you. And who's the truth? Do you know him? Well, what can somebody else say about your soul then that you already? Come on. It's, that's foolishness to you. So you know what you do with foolishness? Amen. Remember the truth that you have. Stand over. Sometimes you don't have to know a whole lot of anything. But what you do know, stand over. Amen. Amen. If you don't know nothing else, stand on what you know. Don't matter what nobody else said. If all you have is the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. When somebody make up some other story about something, you know you doing this, what, you, what can you come at it with? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. Well, you know, you can't do this. If you can. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall Whatever you have, stand on it. Right? Amen. Yes. No matter what it is. Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God is the one rescuing the life. We got to care enough about him so he can use us to rescue the Lord. Hallelujah. When you don't care, He didn't save you just so you can be a nice little holy child of God. Saved you so you can be used to help save somebody. Amen? Amen. Gotta snatch them out of hell. Because they falling quick. It's like you were. You were falling quick. Rev, come on, introduce yourself to everybody. Amen. Have a word right quick. Amen. This is my brother. Y'all make sure y'all be nice to my brother today. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Agape. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. Uh, my name is Reverend Kenneth Sterlock. Uh, 
here with my sister. Uh, I'm from the Antelope Valley, Palmdale, Lancaster area. And believe it or not, the church that I was, is called the Bible. So, uh, uh, you know, if you want to know the truth, then come talk to me. If you don't know, want to know the truth, please leave me alone. <laughs> I had none but love for the children of God because then I know where he brought me. Yes. See? You know, I had a wife who prayed for me for 20 years. 20 years. I had a mother who said, I wouldn't be surprised if Kenny became a preacher. She could have spoke any other thing over me, but she spoke that. God be the glory. God be the glory. God be the glory. I love him. I love him dearly. Because he first loved me. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. That's my brother, y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know, in this house, all of God's children are welcome. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. All right, Deacon. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. It is now. Oh, it's all in time.